Welcome to the Triggered Trash Podcast Entertainment Podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, We're in there like swimwear. This is, we talked about it in our sports podcast, if you listen at all. This is the other podcast that we're going to be First starting. First ever episode. First ever episode. We're going to be talking about movies, TV shows, lore, uh, just entertainment and the movie and just show industry in general. Um, so, yeah, we're excited. Um, we have some stuff. We have a movie we're going to be talking about tonight, or today. It's not tonight. It's weird to say. Um, we're going to be talking about Inception um, by Christopher Nolan. Um, it's from, uh, from 2008. 2008, So yeah. it's, as of recording, it's 12 years old. Mm-hmm. But we all watched it again last night. Yep. Heck and yeah. holy cannoli, did that movie was, hold up. That was Joe's first time, right? Yeah, it was Joe's first time watching that movie, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. the first time. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so we know that Joe's here. Uh, Child. Joe, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm from the sports podcast as well, as I'm Joe. Um, <laughs> I'm Joe. Thank you for that. Yeah, uh, so yeah, um, I love movies and shows. What's your what, What's your favorite like franchise of favorite movies? Favorite franchise? Yeah, that's tough. I I'm a nerd, so I like Marvel and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like fantasy, adventure, yeah, like action adventure. Yeah, I like I like stuff, fantasy yeah. and action, I guess. Um, <clears throat> although if I had to pick between them, I think. I picked Marvel just for the fact that it was like the first one I really got into. Mm-hmm. But I'm just now like really starting to get deeper into Star Wars. So I love them both. So it's tough to decide. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I like them both. Yeah. yeah. Justin? Yeah, I, I'm Justin, also from the uh, sports podcast, Heck if yeah. uh, you couldn't tell. Um, I do enjoy, I don't know, I, I enjoy like, like movies like Inception, but I also do enjoy action, fantasy type things um but yeah most of my favorite movies are my favorite movie is from christopher nolan so the movies that really make you think i don't know what that genre would be called yeah it's like a suspense maybe yeah Yeah. like a suspense little like kind of thoughtful yeah thoughtful to yeah i don't really know what that genre is but i really enjoy those movies but you know star wars lord of the rings uh, all the marvel stuff is always on the top but I do enjoy those other types of movies. And scary movies. I am a scary movie fan. Mm. Just depending the movie. Some of them are way too corny. Not yeah. me. I'm a sissy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I am Brayden. I'm also from the, from the sports <laughs> podcast. Um, there are going to be uh, some other people <clears throat> that we have on the show. Like one of them who was supposed to be a regular, but... Uh, couldn't watch the movie with us yesterday, so he's not on this podcast. I think he's going to be on the next one, though. Uh, our friend Cam, mm-hmm. uh, that we go to school with, um, he is going to be here. He's not. He hasn't been on the sports podcast, so that'll be a new, uh, uh, a new person. Um, I'm very similar to Justin. We've talked a lot about movies, and we have a lot of the same, mm-hmm. um, the same opinions on uh, the movies that we like. So I'm I'm kind of your standard run of the mill mo- uh, uh, nerd uh, kind of. Heck Geek yeah. nerd person. Thank you, Joseph. Um, I love fantasy. Uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy by Peter Jackson is one of the greatest, uh, you know, trilogy of movies of all time. Um, I love the Lord of the Rings. I've read the books, and those are great. Um, Christopher Nolan is hands down by far my favorite director. I've seen everything he's ever done. Um, the Prestige, which is the movie I think we're going to talk about next week. Next week, yep. Um, that is my favorite movie. Same. 
Um, yeah, and I, I love, 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 love Christopher Nolan and that style of movie um, is, is brilliant. He's, he's a master and his Dark Knight trilogy is right up there with, you know, one of the best trilogies of all time. I think it's, for me, the two best trilogies of all time are the Dark Knight trilogy and uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy in terms of movies. Batman, the what he did with the Dark Knight yeah. was just incredible. It, it was he took really it dark amazing. but made it good, other than what DC is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and I mean, we'll just kind of talk about this for just a second and then we'll move yeah. on. But, uh, yeah, I think the, the Dark Knight trilogy has everything that makes humanity humanity you have great love and great loss you have courage and cowardice you have darkness and light you have redemption you have salvation mm-hmm. you know, i mean and this kind of ties into one of the ways that we're going to uh, examine the movies uh, all three of us are uh, in florida i don't know i don't know if we've talked about that on the have. sports podcast yeah. but we all live in florida in the tampa bay area um and Joe and myself are actively students at Trinity College of Florida, which is a small Bible college. I'm a graduate. And Justin is a graduate of Trinity College of Florida, so we are all either attending or have attended a Bible college. Um, So we look at things through a Christian perspective, Um, even if that's not something we're actively trying to do. We just see things through a Christian perspective when we see something that looks like like uh you know redemption or salvation or sacrifice you know i think all three of us when we watched endgame uh, spoilers for endgame although you really should have seen it already uh, <laughs> yeah when if you're when, watching a movie yeah. podcast expect spoilers yeah yeah, yeah. yes yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll do spoiler alerts for yeah, every episode we'll try, but we'll try to, yeah. this is the podcast spoiler alert okay yeah. there's gonna be spoil we're gonna talk about movies yeah. so uh with endgame i think all three of us saw tony stark mm. as as a sort of Christ, yeah. when he sacrificed himself more than once throughout the yeah. entire yeah 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 it's more than once but he sacrificed his life yeah, yeah. for saving the universe mm-hmm. or half the universe or whatever um, so yeah so that so that was a Christ like act that mm-hmm. yeah. all three of us saw because we just we you know Christ has impacted us and so we see Christ in other things like uh, in the Lord of the Rings movies I see. Christ all over the movie. I mean, he's in a lot of... There's a lot of different characters that are Christ-like characters or Christ figures. So um, we will be having, I think at the end or at, towards the towards end, the end of, of each podcast, we'll do a worldview and perspective uh, analysis of the film to talk about what is the leading idea that the, that the movie's trying to get across because every movie, even if it's just, uh, you know, a kind of... You know, like like a Marvel movie. It's you know you you might you might not think oh that there's a lot of deep symbolism and theology in this. There's every movie's trying to get some idea across, and so we're gonna examine that and we're gonna compare that to a Christian worldview and a non-Christian worldview. So we'll have a section for that. Um, yeah, I think we're ready to get into yeah. Inception, which is the first movie we're gonna look at. Yes, and uh, Joe, since this was your first time. Watching it, which Justin and I have seen it a number of times. We we actually Multiple. Justin and I watched it together in December. Last December, yeah. yeah. Um, it was just he and I watched it. We were like, "Hey, man, this is on Netflix. Let's just watch it." Yeah. Before we even had the idea for this podcast, because we just love that movie. Yeah. Um, so I've seen it five or six times. I think mm-hmm. Justin's seen it five or six times. So, um, Joe, this is your first time having seen it. What do you think? Um, 
a few things. Um, it's very it's very good, but like what makes it good is the complexity of like the story throughout. Cause you have to like really start thinking and really start um, really understanding what's going on at each moment, and like you can even like just a small part of it can really uh, um, if you just don't pay attention to like a small part of it, then you just completely miss like a big part of the reasoning why these things are happening. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the complexity of it. Um, yeah. Maybe not be, it might not be for every, every viewer of course, but like a lot of people really like the complexity of a movie like that. So yeah. And one of the things I love about that movie is the way that it's almost told in a circle. So the, yeah. and, and obviously, uh, Spoiler alert, but the way that the movie opens is that same exact scene is brought up like almost like at the very end. Yeah, it's yeah. the exact same thing that happens. I remember when we were watching it yesterday when it when when the scene came back up towards the end. I was like, "Hey, Joe, this is the a, a mere. This is an exact replica of what they did at the beginning." Mm-hmm. So yeah. there is like a super complex. Like it's you, you really have to pay attention to it, but I think that Christopher Nolan and one of the brilliance, uh, w- w- one of the brilliant things that he does in his directing and in his writing, is he he makes it full circle. He brings he closes everything back up really yeah. nicely. Uh, so he just he ties it all back together. Where you know you're thinking, oh crap, this is like how is it gonna end? Yeah. It just it just brings it all together to the end. I think uh, I think that's what makes made the beginning like probably for the first time more attractive um, because you're, you're in this you're in the scene where he's on the beach he has a gun in the back pocket some Chinese soldier finds him and then he gets brought into this castle and he's with an old man and then literally like 30 seconds later he's with the younger version of that guy and it, it's like what, what, what just happened <laughs> like yeah. yeah yeah and so it it, it, ma- it makes you think about it at first but then you forget about it until the end because everything else is just dragging you. That way you get, like, yeah. at the end yeah. when you see it, you're like, oh, wait. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What, is, what just happened? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, and there's, in Christopher Nolan's movies, like, uh, like Interstellar mm-hmm. and, like, The Prestige, which we'll do next week, uh, those two mainly, uh, because those are his other two main, like, thinking movies mm-hmm. is kind of what I like to call them. Until that new one comes out, right? Uh, Tenet? Yeah, Tenet, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, it should be, is probably going to end up being like that because yeah. Christopher Nolan uh, likes to mess with time. He likes to kind of jump around. And obviously he did that with Inception with, you know, time is moving at X amount of speed mm-hmm. in the first level of the dream. Mm-hmm. Then it's, you know, one second is three minutes yeah, in the next level. And then three minutes is five hours in the third level. Yeah. So you're seeing these different ways that time is being worked. And there's always a moment in those three movies where where the something happens, something triggers, and you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. And it's like everything just kind of clicks into place. Yeah. Uh, like all at the same time, which I think is just is brilliant. Yeah. And I think that sometimes with Christopher Nolan's movies and with Inception, it kind of feels like the flow is not super smooth, mm-hmm. but it's always it until always it hits that it, point. Yeah. Until yeah. it gets it to that spot, you're like, yeah. okay. Yeah, and then yeah. and then when you rewatch it, like when then, we were really... Then it just and, flows so yeah, much better. Then it just is like... It you flows, see everything. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. you're like, oh yeah, now I'm seeing this is related to this and that going yeah, this way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You, you can already kind of 
think ahead mm-hmm. because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. So it, those movies always get better. They, they they age like a fine wine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I I just I just love that. Yeah. About those movies. The intro really re- reels you in to yeah. to the actual plot too. Oh yeah. To to the the Asian man. I always I, I'm yep. terrible with names. Yeah, uh, I think his name is Saito. Saito. Yeah. yeah. When, when uh, Saito um, eventually basically finds them out. Yeah. But at the same time, he finds them out, but is very impressed because they were in a second layer of dream. Yeah. Yeah. And he he was like, okay, wow, this is yeah. yeah. You you are I, good at what you do. I can you know? use that. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah. then. It, and then it basically just flows straight into what into Leonardo DiCaprio yep. finding his team, mm-hmm. which is, would be the middle of the movie. Yeah, which was which was really really cool. And and I, I just love in the first in the first dream that they're in uh, at the very beginning when the dream starts to fall apart. Mm. That's I just love that. Yeah, um, where you're literally seeing because the dreamer's dead. So the dream is starting to fall apart all around him. Yeah. And he's running and he's shooting and he's fighting. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just the way that the movie's shot yeah, is beautiful. so amazing. Yeah. And I have a huge man crush on Hans Zimmer, who is... <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there just like... Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's, to that he's, music. Uh, Christopher Nolan works almost exclusively with Hans Zimmer mm-hmm. for like all of his movies for the past like, 15, 20 years. Uh, Hans Zimmer's done like the score for all of those movies, yeah. and oh my gosh, like I sometimes I forget how good Inception's score is mm-hmm. because when I think of Hans Zimmer, I think of like The Dark Knight, yeah, with with all the horns and yeah. it's it's just that like iconic Batman mm-hmm. sound as they're panning over Gotham City, yeah. But then as as I was listening to the score from Inception, I was like, oh my gosh, like. This sounds like a dream is falling apart. Like, yeah, it's it's amazing. Like even last night after we finished watching the movie, I was just listening to the score on my phone, and really? I was like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, this is so good! <laughs> this is like just is so amazing." Yeah, and it's there's a there's a mastery and just a level of quality in the movies that are really really just it it's amazing. There, it's a, it's a great it's a great movie for a lot of different reasons. It's very complex, uh, but the story is also very. Very simple. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Did, did you guys have any other any other points on the structure and the flow of the movie? I think, uh, yeah. I, I just think it. He just wraps it in yeah. so well. That that's basically what it is for me. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Yeah, I liked it, but I also feel like um, there's also like audiences that just wouldn't like that. Yeah. For oh, sure. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I could definitely see. Like, I liked it, but like, I could definitely see like other people that are trying to watch this movie be like. Uh, I don't really like this, you know? Just because yeah. the way it kind of goes everywhere a little bit. I know some people who don't like to think deep, so yeah. I know there will be people who won't yeah. enjoy those types of films. But yeah. yeah. It's definitely for a certain audience. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I am that audience. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. I am, I am definitely that audience. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I think now is probably the best part to do it. There is a bit, a little bit of controversy with the movie mm-hmm. where places where fans kind of disagree do you think at the very end Cobb who is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character such mm-hmm. a good character yeah he's, he's a really great character because he's this he's a, he's a good guy I also do want to talk about after this yeah his relationship with his wife yeah oh for sure yeah yeah but he because he, his character is he's a well actually let, let's just talk about his wife right now so okay. his character is a great character in that he 
tried to spend time with his wife, Mal. Yeah. But then they they got she got stuck in the dream. Mm-hmm. So did you, what did you want to say about his wife? I just wanted to see what you guys thought about like just like that relationship overall. Like put yourself in those shoes. Obviously, you know how how hard. How oh hard yeah. Would that be? Oh yeah. I mean, that's Bro. what that's what makes his character so good. Yeah. It's like you can tell that he's broken, but he also yeah he's also still trying to hold on to mm-hmm. that. But he just like deep down he knows it will never be what it was. Yeah. Which is so crazy to think about. Yeah. 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 I. 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 Uh, yeah. He. He's a. He's a guy, who made a, a mistake. Mm. Right. Because he. So again, spoiler. More alert. All right. I think this. I think we. Can, this can be the last spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah, if you yeah, listen yeah. this far, well, we're gonna tell you the whole story. The, the, uh, right. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna talk about the yeah, ends. No, so. We're we're gonna talk about everything. So yeah, yeah this is the last one. So, uh, but his, his wife, thought that the dream that they were in was reality. Where it was reality. Where they lived a life. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and at the 50 end, years. they say that yeah, that 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 they. Live that 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 they did grow old together, mm-hmm. but that now it was time to go back to their actual life to their to their kids. Yeah, and and I think that the idea of reality is something we're going to talk about towards the end. Yeah, but I totally understand why he was trying to do it, but he didn't mean it to go that far, right? Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. which brings it back to when he was talking to Saito at the very beginning. He was saying, "What's the most, uh, what's the most infectious thing?" It's not a bacteria or a virus. It's an idea. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that not because he thinks it's true, but because he knows it's true. And he's lived it. Because Yeah, because he lived it. Because yeah. he planted that idea in his wife's head yeah. that your reality isn't real. Mm-hmm. Trying to get her to wake up from the dream. Yeah. But that idea just defined her, right? He, and, did, he did it. He, I don't think he did it with the idea of Inception, right? He just like... Well, it was the idea, but well, he didn't they know were, how they deep were, Inception was. They were, yeah, done. yeah, because they were multiple levels. Mm-hmm. They were on multiple dream levels, yeah. which is how they made the time go yeah. so far. Yeah. Um, but he didn't mean for it to. Yeah, I don't think he fully understood Inception. Yeah, that which it, is yeah, which that is it plants the idea and actual reality. Yeah, as well. yeah, and it and it grows. Yes. Yeah, and um, what he was saying was. When he when he was talk when he's talking about how the idea is going to affect Fisher, he's saying that whatever idea they plant in Fisher's mind is going to go to define him. Yes, and that's the same thing because even there he's not talking from theory; he's talking from experience mm. that he knows whatever idea is planted, it's going to define Fisher because yeah. that's what happened to his wife. Mm. And which I mean, I I I understand, but it's still like. Oh man, that's just like that's just tragic. Like yeah, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, oh excuse me, oh wow. Um, it's like through the entire movie, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, bro, just like you could push through it. Like you could tell he's been dealing with that for so long, but he doesn't reveal what he does did until the end of the movie, and it was I, I think the um, the younger girl. Like I said, terrible with names. Uh, yeah. Well, and she's also got a, some sort of French name too. So yeah. I, I never remember yeah. her name. She she was trying to pry it out of him, mm-hmm. and she basically told him, you you know, you can't blame yourself for this. Yeah. 
but he did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's, that's and so that's why he that's why it's so hard for him. That's why he's sitting there struggling with it. That's why he's like this sucks. I did this, you know. And then other people are like, no. No, you don't have to do this. Yeah. yeah but really like he, I think he that's did a, do this. That's a good lesson for a lot of us today is, you know, you can say it's not your fault, but what if it really is and there's something deeper to it? Yeah, like you can deny the fact, but yeah, it's a fact. Yeah, you know, so because yeah. yeah, there's there's words you, that you say to there's some words that you should say to people and there's some that you aren't, you know, and you really need to know a lot of the situation with that people are going through in order to really tell them because that the words like that can hurt mm-hmm. and it probably hurt him, you know. Yeah. Yes, it made him think about this more. I did this, you know, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think. Yeah, about. yeah, and I think there's, but then there's also this idea of knowing that you're responsible for something. Yeah. And then taking ownership of exactly. it. Exactly. And trying to move beyond which he, it. Which he, which which he eventually does at the very end. Yeah. It, when when he talks about it takes time. How how um how he did spend a life with her. Mm-hmm. That that they spent a lifetime together. Yeah. But now that he has to let her go. Yeah. And so, I mean, in my own, like, understanding of the character, mm-hmm. I would think, like, okay, now, now he's, like, cured of that. Yes. Basically. Yeah, he gets cured. You know? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, I, that's, those are definitely, like, yeah. super strong. Like, that's, that's a totally, like, crazy relationship there. Like, that's just a really wild thing yeah. to, to think about is, like, you are responsible for your wife's death, but you're still, like, trying to cope with that and then move on beyond that, you Yeah. Know? So, yeah. Was there, was there anything else you wanted to... Oh, we can talk about the end now. Yeah. So, now, we're going to talk about the end. So, I think, Justin and I, I think you and I are in agreement that, that Cobb is not in the dream anymore. Yes. At the very end, he uh, is, after he gets off the plane, he's accepted into America, um, he's allowed in, and then he goes with his, I think it's his father, Michael Caine's character, it's his dad, I think. Yeah. Or maybe his father-in-law. Yeah. Something like that. Um, he goes with him to his house, to his and Mel's house, mm-hmm. and their kids, and he like sees them, calls their name, and they come over, but before he does that, he spins his totem, mm-hmm. which is the little spinny thing. I don't remember. Uh, what it's called. It's dreidel. Dreidel. Well, dreidel. No, they're they're, they're I was not a dreidel. Call it a Beyblade. Yeah, it's not a Beyblade. <laughs> uh, it's not a Beyblade. I like that. I like. That. And it's not technically a dreidel. Dude, dude. Yeah. That'd be my totem. Let it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna him out. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay. That was yeah. that was a thing. Yeah. Bro. So it's not it's not a Beyblade and it's not a dreidel, but I I don't remember what their technical. Like called. We'll just call it's like a topper. Yeah, yeah it's topper. like a spinny topper thing. So, but his his topper thing, whatever, which was Maul's before mm-hmm. she died. Um, if it falls over, then you know that you're not in the dream. Yeah. Right, and so he he spins it and. He's staring at it, staring at it, staring at it, and then he sees his kids, and he goes, and he runs after his kids. And the final shot of the movie is just 
on it's like a 10 second shot yeah and like it veers toward yeah of of just back to the totem yeah and then it just stares at the totem spinning for like 10 seconds like mm-hmm. it's, it's a long shot yes and then at the very end right before it goes to black you start to see it start to wobble a little bit a little bit it starts to wobble so i think he's not in the dream anymore i don't think he is either yeah just because when we've when we saw specifically that Actually, that's based. We've seen other totems, but we haven't really seen how they actually work. That's yeah. the only one we really see that works. It never, it never wobbles. Yeah. Ever. When, yeah. when he's in it's a, dream, it's a, it's it's a, a perfect it's spin. A, a perfect spin always. Yeah, forever, yeah. Now, <laughs> this is kind of this, this whack in my head, but I was thinking about it. There, there could have been a little dent in the table yeah. or something that could have made it, you know, wobble yeah. a little bit. There could have been uh, some wind. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, but I really think that he's in real life. Just because... <laughs> so I've had that problem. Chair. Yeah. <laughs> that is the second broken chair that we've had. Pop, wow. Podcast. That yeah. was incredible. Brandon almost died. <laughs> These chairs oh. are cursed. <laughs> they God. are not good chairs. That's why I chose this wow. chair every week. That is whack. Um... You should choose those chairs. Too. I think I will. I think I will change my chair for the next time. Wow. Yeah, sorry about that. Man, I where was I died. going? You were talking about we were talking there about might why? be like perfect, like like there might be air or wind or something that knocked oh, the. Yeah, but then I was going somewhere after yeah. that. <laughs> no. Well, I'll go. You yeah, think you that go. he's? Yeah, you think that he's in real life? You I think that he's in real life. Yeah. I think. Oh, it's coming. Yep. Yeah, and I was saying I think since it wobbled that it was. Um, it was going to eventually fall yeah, over. Yeah, it was going to eventually fall over. Oh, I know where I was going. I think that since he's been cured of what he's done, because we've seen him in the, in the movie prior, he says, don't use memories for your dreams. And those would all be memories. And since he's cured from his problems, since he's cured from his wife, I don't think that he would be in a dream state using memories. I think that since he's cured from that, I think that it shows that he's in reality. I think that there's uh, redemption through that. I think that he's cleansed from all the not probably not all the darkness because there's always going to be some hank- hankering hankering of just like yeah no I still did this it's still going to suck but yeah. he let her go but I think that he's been cleansed mostly of of the shame and the guilt that he was probably going through mm-hmm. so you go ahead Joe yeah so I'm gonna kind of take both sides first and then kind of decide mm-hmm. so I I like what you guys said about how like. Um, it was still like wobbling and stuff, and then like if it was a memory, we wouldn't have seen his dad there like that. Exactly. Um, which is kind of my biggest part for why I don't think it's that he's in the dream anymore. Mm-hmm. But earlier in the movie, they talked about how you can't let anyone else like touch your totem, mm-hmm. and that wasn't his original totem. That was his wife's. Yeah, but he's been. We saw it. We saw it prior, and we saw it fall over many a times. Yeah, but I still think that that could still be reason for it to be kind of like wobbly. Well, if it if his wife's dead, then it would keep going forever, right? Because then she would be in their in their term in non Christian terms in a permanent dream state, right? Yeah. It, so then it should keep going no matter what. Then if it's like if there's like a soul tie to it, is that what you're kind of saying? Well, I'm just saying like. I guess kind of, but like, they were they were very careful to stress that don't let anyone touch your totem. Yeah, but they were. Yeah, so stressed so that someone else, it's so that someone else would know 
how your totem would act. So when they con- so if they're constructing a dream, they yeah. can make your totem act a certain way. But since she's not there, I think anyone could be able to use that totem or like take it. If that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, it's not like you bind your soul to your totem. It's just <laughs> that it's just that you make your own totem, yeah. so only you know how it operates. Yeah. And obviously, since Mal's dead. She was the only uh, she was the only one who knew how it operated. Yeah. So he could then take it and say, "All right, this is going to be my totem," yeah, which so I actually really like. I, 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 I do too. I think, it's, yeah. I think it's cool. It's a cool yeah. little memento. That idea, I yeah. really thought I had a good idea, but my other idea. Yeah. Okay. 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 For the other side. Yeah. Is it was kind of you know it wasn't really the best spin to begin with you know it kind of went like well every every it took really big circles which we haven't seen it do before. well every uh, th- there's been a couple other times so where maybe it was just straightening out stuff there's there's been a couple other times where he has spun where he spun it to test if he was in the dream and it was like a crappy spin but it spun a little bit and then it fell over yeah i think that the thing with his maybe, and the total is out. that if he's in the dream it will always yeah, spin, yeah, yeah. no matter yeah, what. That, I also did think about that. That's, yeah, I do. Don't I do think he's not in the dream anymore? But yeah. I'm just kind of like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you're just, I, you're I just playing doubles advocate? At one yeah. point, I think when I the very first time I watched it, I thought he was still in a dream. Yeah, just because I was a cruel person. <laughs> I was like, he's in the dream. You don't. You don't get to be with yes, your kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he saw their faces. Yeah, that, that was also yeah like, yeah, a, yeah a he big thing. yeah did, he has did, he, did he forget the faces or well so he... so when he is in the apartment but like at the very end when they when they went to like the fourth level of dream mm-hmm. to go get Saito or to go get Fisher and yeah. Saito, uh, Mal calls his children over mm-hmm. and, then he... and he hides his face because he knows. Hey, if I see my kids' faces, it's, I'm, it's I'm gonna stay here for yeah, it's over, like, yeah. yeah, so he purposefully does that, but this time he he just chooses, you know, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. see their faces. I like how Christopher portrays the main character as not perfect, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. You see a lot he's of a, movies, he's a big fan, yeah. He's a big fan of, of flawed characters, yeah. and when we watch The Prestige. <laughs> all, all the characters in there is no perfect character. There is no really good. Ca- there's Michael Caine's character, like yeah, I, like Michael Caine's character is in, always lawful in, good in pretty much every <laughs> single one of Christopher Nolan's movies. Yeah, Michael Caine's character is good. The only one that he's not like perfect saint is Interstellar, but even then he's like he's not a bad guy. Yeah, so exactly. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and yeah, Michael Caine. I love that guy. That guy's he's a great actor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I definitely think that the way that he writes his characters is amazing, and even like even Batman. Yeah. yeah Batman's I, I like he's not up. he's not a good character. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he's a great character, but he's not a good guy. Plus, yeah. even when you see like in the beginning, like he's almost more willing to save the people he loves instead of the whole city. At oh yeah. Point. Oh yeah. Like. Yeah. And then I mean, third Heck movie, yeah. third movie, you definitely see yeah. him like. Kind of because because he's a bad been, guy because yeah. he's like I'm done. Yeah, it well, takes and, a lot to get him out. Yeah, and then even when he gets out, when we're talking about Batman for a second here, when when he gets out of the hole at the end of the third movie, he's now redeemed, and there's another yeah. kind of Christian element there. Is he's gone through fire, he's been broken, mm-hmm. and now he's redeemed, and he's like, no, this my city's not gonna die. Yeah, yeah, okay. which is I mean that's that's awesome. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what was the next thing we wanted to talk about? Talking about some themes. Yeah, so some themes. Hit us with it, Braden. What, what are yeah. some themes you have? Because I'm having so, a hard time of really just genuinely 
getting one solid theme for it. Yeah, so there are definitely a couple big themes. The main theme that I would say that is, and this kind of also goes with the different perspectives, and we'll kind of just like mm-hmm. clump those together. Yeah, themes and perspectives. Yeah, kind we'll, of we'll just yeah, clump those together. Um, the main theme for the movie is the idea of reality mm-hmm. and what is real. Yeah. Because the entire movie is focused on, and we kind of talked about it earlier, the relationship between uh, Maul and Cobb. Mm-hmm. And that he is like trying to convince her, even as she's a projection yeah. of her subconscious. Which is that, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, which is like, that's amazing storytelling. Yeah. But. Um, as he's trying to like convince her, like, no, like your reality was not there. Like you're, yeah. you weren't in real. I'm in reality now, mm-hmm. and that was the whole thing he was trying to get across to her. And we we're kind of living in this postmodern era mm-hmm. where my reality is th- is reality, where yeah. it's very, everything's very subjective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, morality is subjective. You know, if I think it's okay. To do one thing, then it's okay to do that. And kind of the, the Christian answer to that would be like, no, there's there's there is an objective morality. There's an objective like truth. there's objective truth. Like C.S. Lewis is one of my favorite authors, and he he hammers that point home at the beginning yeah. of your Christianity. He's like, no, your reality is not real. Yeah. Like there is a reality, and if you conform to that reality, then your reality is real. But yeah. Yeah, so I, the, 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 that's the big, one of the big things. Another big thing that I was thinking about last night was this idea of forgiveness. Mm. And not only like... Yeah, I had something similar to that, yeah. Yeah, not only like seeking forgiveness from other people, but also seeking forgiveness and like being okay with yourself. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's something he struggles with for the whole movie. Yep, yep, yep. Like those are, those are really big. Joe, did you have any other ones? Yeah, it kind of goes along with the lines of like, with what you said sort of, but like... Just because you make a big mistake or a mistake that had consequences for you or whatnot, like or for others, yeah, or yeah. for others, yeah, um, you can still overcome that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tough, of course, but we see him who made the biggest mistake that really just ruined his life for a long time, and he still overcame that and got back to his kids, which is what we see. I mean, later he's, on. he's been finding jobs for years to try yeah. to help him get back to the states. I think it was like a couple years, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't remember exactly yeah. how long it was, but it's yeah. been a couple years. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the overarching theme is obviously like reality. You know, pos- like for us in the Christian worldview, postmodernism, uh, obviously is is something that is big now, in the, just around the world, not even in the states, mm-hmm. uh, specifically mostly in Europe and Asian cultures. Um, but yeah, I do think there's there's a theme of also redemption too. Mm-hmm. Um, him being redeemed, um, and not they're like there's so many, <laughs> there's so many different aspects of the redemption because he also uh, kind of screwed his his partners over too mm-hmm. when he said when he was like you know hey we're in this dream we could die here yeah. we can be in limbo and be vegetables for the rest of our lives now yeah and there's redemption through with with those people where he. You know, they actually do it. Yeah, at the no end, no one like, actually dies. And then at well, the end, they're like happy for him. Yeah. Yeah. see him. Yeah, leave their, they which is a beautiful scene. You see yeah. everyone oh, yeah. in the background just looking yeah, at him walk yeah, that's through. Yeah, that's a that's a great yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they, then, like they just understand like what this man yeah. just had had to do, and they understand that 
he had to do what he had to do by not telling them and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then they see him finally get Which is, is a crappy thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that is a good thing but at all. You can, you can totally understand that yeah. he's... He's doing the first kiss. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. forgiveness from them. Yeah, and, and one, of, one of my favorite little bits from that scene is when he passes Fisher. Because Fisher doesn't know him in mm-hmm. real life. He, like, Fisher kind of does, like, a double take. And then kind of stares at him for a couple seconds and then, like, looks away. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just Cillian Murphy, who's the, who's the actor he's for that guy. Actor. He's a great actor. Yeah, he's, Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's great in Peaky Blinders. He plays the scarecrow, or Dr. Dr. Jonathan Crane, uh-huh. who is... Scarecrow and he plays yeah. him in all three trilogy and uh, all three two. Batman. He plays him. Think, he's, oh, he's, he's in three. In, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he's in the third for a very little. He's yeah. in there for like he's a in the first. Scenes. He's in the second and third for little. Yeah, not. Yeah. I mean a decent amount, but not yeah, yeah. He's in the second for like a couple scenes, and then the third one he's only in there for one scene. But yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a he's a main character in the first one. Yeah, uh, or a supporting actor, whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, it's super super good. Uh, yeah, real really important themes that mm-hmm. are kind of. Mm-hmm. Hard to think about, but really, really big yeah. and very Christian. Some very Christian ideas. Yeah. yeah. Um, of no reality is what reality is, mm-hmm. and he even talks about how, like, when they go to get the sedative mm-hmm. from the chemist guy, and one of the other guys was like, um, "They don't come here to dream. They come here to be woken up." Yeah. Because the dream is now their reality, mm-hmm. and then he says, "Who are you to say anything different?" Yeah. And that's like that is literally yeah yeah society. yeah yeah that that is postmodernism yeah. right there, and that's that's just like well, like God God yeah. God has a say in yeah. what's ultimate re- like you know what's ultimately real yeah yeah um so yeah I just thought that, that was like super interesting yeah super interesting so yeah 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 so are we ready to move on to rating the movie have we got through is there anything else you guys wanted to say. I'm, I mean, I'm, yeah, we can, we can rate the movie right now. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, is there anything I else know, you want I don't know what you're, uh, you're going to give it. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm um, first again. Is there anything? No. Oh, well, no. Was, anything there, was, was there anything else you wanted to add about yeah. the movie? I mean, um, yeah. I think, like, the biggest thing for the movie is that main character in yeah. Cobb. Cobb is yeah, he's he's a, he's a great character. How did he not win a, a Grammy from that? Right, yeah, bro. Yeah, he's, I gotta yeah. Who, who talking who? about Rob being robbed in the podcast? Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio was robbed for years of not having a Grammy yeah. until The Revenant. Such a good character. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up who was the who won the best actor in 2008. Yeah, like no just idea. his character is like you can relate to it in a way. Oh, not that to was, that, not that to was, that extent for most people, but that was Daniel Day Lewis in There Will Be Blood. Oh bro. I've never heard of that movie. I think I think I think we did talk about like how not a lot of people like the movie, so because not with not a lot of people liking having to think like that, like that I think that movie. I think that really hurt. Hurt yeah, yeah, yeah. like views and hurt him. Oh no, uh, Inception's twenty ten. That's my bad. Right, so let's go look at this. <laughs> what the yeah. heck, Brandon? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Give us false facts here. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Okay. I'm gonna look up Redemption. Best. I forgive that. I guess. Thank you. Oh, I guess. oh god. <laughs> All right, Cobb, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like just to, while he's doing that, but like that Cobb's character is just very. Um, it's relatable in a way to people, mm-hmm. not to like his extent or like his situation, but like we all make mistakes, we all yeah. regret mistakes. Yeah. And we see him just go through that, go through the struggle, and then finally overcome 
Yeah. Like, the mistake's still there, but yeah. you can still live beyond that. That mistake didn't define him mm-hmm. anymore. The, the stereotypical thing to say with mistakes like that is time. Um, I'm 28. You know, I haven't been on the earth too long, but I'm, I'm older than everyone here. And, you know, in my life, I've gone through a, a lot of crap. I've gone through some stuff that no one should have to go through. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's taking time. It's, it's taken five plus years and to some that's scary, but, but to me with my relationship with God, that's comforting. Yeah. It, it puts me in, it, it keeps me in the realm of being human and not going with that postmodern thinking where I am everything. Yeah. Um, it makes, it makes me it, it, in a way where I want it to be, where I want it, where I'm okay with it, making me rely on God more than myself. And time is the ultimate healer for everything. And a lot of people don't like that. And that's why we see situations of suicide and all that. And so, I mean, with her too. I mean, there's a planted idea. But you can be planted ideas when you're young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By your parents. Mm-hmm. You're worthless. You mm-hmm. know, you're, you're nothing. You're not going to amount to anything yeah. when you grow up. And, and that's not just from parents. That can be from just people in general. And we see so, that in Fisher in the movie yeah. too. Mm-hmm. You're, when you're planted an idea as you're young, it stays with you for a while. Yeah. yeah. And the only way it's going to heal is through time and having good, solid people around you. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of fact checking. Fact check. It was Colin Firth in the King's Speech. I don't think I've ever seen that. I, th- I think I've seen the King's Speech once. Oh, and I, I, think I, I, think I, I think I remember that it was very good. It just makes me sad but, that I didn't get it for this movie. Yeah, it's, it's a great movie. Yeah. Also, I don't like The Revenant. So You didn't like The Revenant? No. I was a fan. I don't like it. No, I was a fan. This movie's definitely better than The Revenant. I mean, yeah, but yeah. You know, I, was still, <laughs> I, I still enjoy The Revenant. You know? Alrighty. So, uh, he, he, he did everything. Like, if he yeah. wasn't getting the Grammy from there, I'm like, I don't know what else he has to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, The Great yeah. Gatsby. Yeah. Well, I, haven't, was, I haven't seen that movie, movie actually. I haven't seen it the Great Gatsby. It's kind of cool. All right, let's get into some ratings. Yeah. Joe, right. hit us off. Joseph, go ahead. So, since I, you're the newbie, uh, it's tough because, like, just as an overall rating, you can also do like 8.2. Yeah, if I, you don't have to do a solid number if you don't want to. I'll give it a 8.13. <laughs> Wasn't expecting the one three. <laughs> um, I personally really love the movie, but like just like taking this as like a like more of a wider view for like everyone. Like, yeah. I understand that like not everybody's gonna love that style well, of movie well, or that type. Well, of this movie. is this, this is your this personal is rating. You. Yeah, my personal rating is like a nine point five four. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. But like you know, yeah, we could also do that ratings. You know, no, we'll just do our personal. No, ratings. yeah, just 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 personal. Well, I just want to put that out there, kind of just like you know. And each person's ratings are going to be dependent by them. Like, yeah. some ratings for other people are going to be harder, more judgy, more, and some are going to be more loose. I'm a more loose guy, so I don't really care. I'll probably I'd probably give it um, a nine point five either. I don't really even know if there's any real solid tens out there, except for maybe the Prestige. Just how beautifully done that movie was for me um i'd give it a 9.5 so yeah yeah uh i would also give it a 9.5 uh there is a there's a short list of movies that i would classify as tens Mm -hmm. Um, very short but there are a couple movies Mm -hmm. that i consider to be perfect movies um like uh i don't know if you guys have seen it but it's called uh the fugitive I have. It's been a while. Yeah, though. it's with uh, 
uh, Harrison Ford. Mm. And um, yeah, it's been a long time. I don't remember yeah. that movie. At it's all. from the eighties, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the early nineties. Yeah. But it is, in my opinion, it's a perfect movie. There's another movie with Leonardo DiCaprio that I, that it's close to a ten too. I forget what it's called. I'll have to look it up. Wolf of Wall Street. Nope. Mm. Um, yeah. So I would say nine point five. Uh, I could uh, or like a nine point seven five. It's very close to being like on that perfect level. But it's it's just not not quite there. It's difficult to say exactly what it is that doesn't keep it from being that that perfect level. I mean, I think but, for me, it's kind of just like I understood the movie, but it was definitely still yeah did have its very tough times to kind of understand. Yeah, but um, it was still a great movie. Yeah, it's, it is it. it is a great it's a great movie. I'm, oh, I'm so excited. The Departed. The Departed. That is a great movie. And Django. While Django is the, very the Django, yeah, Django, the, the Django, yeah, Django's a very good movie. Yeah. It's very graphic, but the it's Django. a very good movie. The Django Unchained. But yes, The Departed is one of my favorite movies as well. Yeah. We'll have to watch that at some time. Yeah, at some point. So yeah, uh, is there anything else we wanted to say about the movie? I mean, just follow us on our socials. We put it on. Uh, it's in the description it's for the in podcast. In the description for the podcast. Yep. podcast. Um, it's a great movie. Inception, great movie. Um, next week, we're going to talk about The Prestige, yeah. which has a book that was written before the movie, mm-hmm. um, but the movie goes into a totally reading. different area. I've already read it, actually. Yeah. And it's a very good book, but even the author of the book said that the movie's better. Mm. Wow. So. When when you get that, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's really good. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's rare. Yeah, it's very rare, and yeah. so that's very good. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna watch the Prestige by Christopher Nolan. Uh, if you guys are interested in uh, kind of discussing it with us or mm-hmm. kind of listening to it as we discuss it, watch it. We're gonna watch yeah. it, and we're yeah. gonna probably come up with that episode in two weeks. Yeah. Time. This one's going to be every other week. The sports podcast if, is every week. Or if this one does really well, yeah, yeah, we'll, and this we'll come one, out with yeah. it sooner. Yeah, and this one overtakes the sports podcast. Yeah, and we can be like you know usurpers. Mm-hmm. We'll put in even more work yeah. for you guys. Even more. Yeah. If, if you like, we're going to watch even yeah. more movies. Yeah. Share and like uh, oh. from our socials. We're going to be putting it out here in a couple hours. Hopefully, uh, we just need to get some more stuff done with it. Um, comment, yeah. Comment yeah, on yeah, the stuff no. that we share. Let us know sure. some movies that you would like to watch. Yeah, yeah we're willing to watch. Yeah, we, series. we have yeah. we we have a plan for the next couple of movies. Yes, um, and ideas for future. I know we, had, we, know we have plans for like at, Lord of the Rings. The yeah, Hobbit, yeah, those are those Star are, Wars, yeah, Harry those Potter. Are, yeah, I'm all about yeah, it. those are those are eventually movies. gonna come. Yeah, yeah. when it comes we're down to more and stuff. Yeah, when it comes down to like Harry Potter series, there's eight movies. Yep. Well, like in the future, we'll most likely be doing those week to week because doing those every other week will take make it like a ever. series. Yeah, it would take forever. Yeah. yeah, we'll make it like a series. Uh, maybe yeah. in the summer or something when mm-hmm. we have more, a, a little more time. More time so, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, when we do Star Wars, all, all three of us are Star Wars nerds. Joe, oh, yeah. Joe, Joe recently got into Star Wars and he's just been well deep into Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Star yeah. Wars. Deep, deep into Star Wars lore. Uh, Joe and I are roommates, so I I listen to him watching. Uh, Star Wars lore videos and stuff, which is it's awesome. So we're gonna definitely get into those when, when we talk about Star Wars. Oh yeah, you guys are gonna learn. We'll, honestly, we'll probably we're gonna need have Griffin. yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna need yeah Griffin. Griffin, one of our that way we're two friends. to two on a yeah. certain scenario that you know yeah, about. On a certain scenario that uh, uh, so that Star Wars episode eight is not is a bad a movie. terrible movie. It's 
It's a terrible film. Um, so yeah, so when we get into Star Wars yes. and Lord of the Rings or any, anything like that, we'll get into more of the lore, but there's no lore. And maybe Inception. even some Marvel movies. Yes. So yeah, and, yeah, and if we... Uh, I'm, I'm going to watch all the Marvel movies for you guys. That's, that's a lot, that's, bro. That's, that's a lot, lot of commitment. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you have, Joe. Uh, yeah, so that's a lot. But... Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, again, uh, like, share, uh, subscribe, and comment. Uh, share it everywhere. Yeah, if, there, if there's if there's any share, particular share, 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 share. if there's any particular movie you want us to talk about, or if there's something you disagreed with us about, or uh, if know. you yeah yeah if you just want to say hi. If you completely hated something. the movie, I would love to talk with you yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. Just like uh, this up, you know. And you're wrong, but hey, that's all right. <laughs> so uh, this Get is. This is Brayden. We have Justin. Joe. <laughs> Signing off from the Trigger Trash Entertainment Podcast. Don't be Trigger Trash.